Does your health routine for the new year include eye care? Well, now that you can use your renewed vision benefits, it's easy to add it to the routine. Visit pearlvision.com and schedule exams for the whole family. They work with all major vision plans, including iMed, and they'll cover your cost of insurance copay or eye exam. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends 331-2023. Exams available at the Independent Doctor of Optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Some doctors employed by Pearl Vision. Welcome to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. What's up, Davey? What's going on? Oh, you know, Let's it feels go. like a good day to give away some prizes. That's what we're here I for. Like yep. Let's make your weekend. Get this thing going. Sunday is a good day. Let's go. Let's go. So before we do that, we're going to talk about some running backs. We ended on Aaron Jones last week. We're going to start on Aaron Jones again because I don't think we really scratch the surface of what Aaron Jones is or who he could be or where we actually have him ranked. Um, before that, uh, Davey, anywhere we can find us, what Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff for these giveaways. I'm going to show y'all right now the jersey. I have it in my hand. Oh, what we're giving Brandon away. Ayuk. Today. Brandon Ayuk. The Brandon Ayuk signed jersey. Boom. Pristine auction certified. Oh, I saw the autograph back there. Oh, the you 11. saw it? You saw it? Yeah. Look at that beauty. Oh, it's a beauty oh, too. I like the color of it. Like when we were deciding yeah. to pick out which one, we, we didn't want the basic ass. We want the gold one. The gold one's fucking awesome. Yeah, the gold one's pretty dope. So we have like 94 entrants, and we're going to do it on this crazy old Price is Right looking wheel thing. And we'll do that Woo, later on. Bring them on down. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do that later on in the show. So, oh, yeah, we're not doing it right off the nothing. bat. We can't We can't just get, what are we going to do? Like show up and blow our loads right away, and that's it? That's what no, we're going to do? Gonna, yep, blue balls. Let's go. Let's go. So first off. Aaron Jones, he's our number nine, right? He was our number nine. Number nine. And we did talk about him on the last show, but let's get a little bit more in depth. I have met nine. I have met twelve. You have oh, wow. met eight, and Dave has met nine. Cool. Cool. Big, big surprise. Me and Dave are close, and you're not. I love Aaron Jones. You know that. That's what, that's what we do. It's just you know I have other guys like Clyde Edwards Lair above him and stuff like that because I'm a fucking psychopath. Yeah, I get it. Uh, Aaron Jones, right? No more Jamal Williams. He's gone. More passes to catch, probably, right? You would expect. A.J. Dillon's not going to be catching him. And then uh, the only issue that we brought up on the last show was that Aaron Rodgers might not be there. No Aaron Rodgers might equal less scoring opportunities, might equal less successful drives uh, without Rodgers there. But, yeah, Dillon scares me just a little bit. I think he's going to be more of a goal line guy, right? You, you, You don't... You don't get a guy that big and not run him at the goal line. I mean, that's just what he's there for. He's going to vulture those touchdowns. But Jones finished as a running back two, two years ago, running back five last year. He's elite. He's a really damn good running back, and I think he should be trusted no matter who's under center. No, I agree. Um, So Jamal Williams, I had to look it up. He only had 31 catches last year. So it's not like he took – I mean, Aaron Jones had, what, 47 catches last year? So you give about 20 more to Aaron Jones – 
but you take away a couple touchdowns because maybe A.J. Dillon does come in and vulture these touchdowns. Either way, Aaron Jones is still, in my opinion, an RB1. I still have him. Yeah. You said I said 12. 12 is good. 12 is yeah, good. Yeah, no, 12 is good. 12 is good. I, he's an RB1 for sure. Uh, I mean, we did talk about him last show. Do you want to move on to our next guy? Let's go. All right. Austin Eckler at number 10. Are you surprised that he's this high on your list? Because we know Dirtbag Dave hates him. We know he does. Uh, yeah, but I love him. Yeah, I have him at ten. You have him at nine, and Dave has him at thirteen. God, Dave is such a hater, bro. Uh, is it just the? In- you think it's just the injury concern that why he's a hater? I think it's because he's white. I don't think Dave. <laughs> I think Dave is so dumb. <laughs> no, I'm being dead serious. I think uh, Dave is so he's so like in this mold. If you you're just now getting to know Dave. I've known Dave for a long time. He's very. Pedigree or nothing. He better be a top pick, a top athlete, or he's not taking him. Or he's not believing. Like, who are the guys Dave doesn't believe in? Carson, Eckler. Yeah. Like, guys okay. who are, who shouldn't be there. Like, I guarantee he wasn't a Woodhead fan. Just guarantee it. Because he's not, like, because Eckler's not, like, the normal, standard, prototypical, like, built, like, robot-built running back. Like, he's not, like, he doesn't look like Adrian Peterson, or he doesn't, is that why? Like, Yes, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I would say that. It's just because it, it doesn't make any freaking sense why Dave hates this guy. I remember, I think, two years ago or last year, Dave just hated him. And I picked him up off waivers on our Dynasty Leagues for free. And I'm like, Dave, this guy's going to be good. This guy's going to be good. He was good, and Dave still didn't believe in him at all. It, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, wait. It's Austin Eckler. He's the PPR dominator, target machine. Only issue has been injuries. And people like to say he's not a good runner. People like Dave, but he's not a good between the tackles runner. He's not a good runner. He has a career average 4.7 yards per carry. What's not good about that? Just for shits and giggles, I looked up Zeke's career, 4.5. So Austin Eckler averages more yards per carry than Zeke does. <laughs> so go ahead and keep that false narrative going. Uh, if Eckler stays healthy, he could find himself in the top five overall. Easy, I feel like. On explosive offense, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, and my favorite thing is his floor, especially in PPR leagues, in the 10 games he played last year, he had 65 targets. That's 6.5 targets a game. He averages 7.5 yards per catch. That's 14 points on average just in the passing game. If he didn't run the ball a single time last year, he would have got 14 points per game on average just based off of those. In PPR leagues, all day, give me Eckler. I'm good. And he's going at the, what, the end of round one? I'll take it all day for sure. I'll, dude, you just said everything I wanted to say. He doesn't even have to run the ball to be yeah, productive. <laughs> yeah. He puts up the same amount of efficiency as uh, Alvin Kamara, the same amount as efficiency. It's freaking crazy, and people just undervalue him every single year. I think people are finally catching on. Like he's, like you said, he's going to be a first-round pick this year to some, um, to us probably, right? Like, I'm, Where are yeah. you going to take him, like 8, 9, 10 if, if you were picking that late? Probably if I was around 10, yeah. Around 10. Eh. Yep. Eh. Yeah, I think the only res- – I don't know. Maybe the only receiver I'd put above him right now I would take above him is Tyreek. I've seen Kelsey go above him a lot um, after that. Yeah, he's. you said he's my running back, what, eight, nine? Let me go back Something to like that. that. So, yeah, he's – back to that. Yeah, nine. Nine for yeah. you. I'd take him about – maybe I would take Tyreek ahead of him. I, probably not, but I would probably take him right about nine or ten. I love how you talk a little bit of shit about uh, Zeke, but you have him ranked six and Eckler nine. So are you just a fraud? Or are you just going with the crowd? What? What is it? Um, I just, ha- you know, I have to talk. It's my duty to talk shit about Zeke. It's it's a Giants fan's duty. No matter I, the numbers, I'll throw my numbers out there, and you know that 
maybe more truth <laughs> than what comes out of my mouth. <laughs> You're just like, fuck it. Fuck Zeke. I don't like him. So screw yeah. it. Even though he's awesome. His his yards per carry is a little bit down, too, because he gets like 300 carries a year. Eckler's not getting that. Yeah. So he has a much larger sample size. And to be fair, when Zeke runs, when Zeke's in, you know he's probably going to run. When Eckler's in and he runs, it's more of a surprise because he's usually running a route. The thing I like about Eckler the most is we saw last year when he went down, he has no competition. There's no one there that's going yeah. to take snaps away. Yeah, it was away. so bad. We were Joshua Kelly guys, me and you both. You got the Kalen, Kalen Balash. <laughs> I mean, come on, everyone loves Kalen Balash. No, but you were huge on the Joshua oh, Kelly. Yeah. Being I was. Wagon. You got him to do a cameo for you. You were all in on Joshua Kelly. That was your like big like he's going to be the guy, yeah. the ground and pound guy. There's no. I pulled a. I pulled a Dave, and I took the guy that should be a good running back based off of all his metrics. He's like a, he's the dude's a beast, and I'm like, oh yeah, Josh Kelly, Josh Kelly. Look, he's a beast. He's gonna be good, but sometimes you can have all the metrics or whatever, and and it doesn't work out, and that is exactly what happened last year. That is. I still love you, Josh Kelly. Still love you, man. <laughs> I love it, Josh Kelly. Do you think you're his only cameo? Do you think he's the, he only filmed one for you? That's it. No, he had like ten reviews, so there was at least ten other okay. people that fell for his it. His mom, his dad. Well, I, he all I think all the other ones was before he got drafted. Actually, what, where did he go? Like UCLA or something like that. He went. He was a California kid. I can't remember which. Yeah, one. I can't remember where. Yeah, all but right. yeah, uh, I wasn't the only one, and it was cheap as hell though. But I don't know. He was cool. Yeah, he is cool. All right, number eleven on our list: Cam Akers. I have him at eleven. You have him at twelve, and Dave has him at ten. So we all have him at RB one back end. Uh, I think about a month ago, we would or two months ago, we'd all have him lower, except for me. I was pounding the table two months ago saying he was a first-round pick, and I continue to think he's a first-round pick. Now I'm getting a little scared about his first-round pickness. Like I, we all forget about Daryl Henderson. Like He's not going away. We just, we just talked about Eckler has no competition at least. Henderson's okay. Yeah. No, I, last year I was trying – remember in, in our league last year, I was trying to get him for Mitch forever – and Mitch would never trade him to me. And then Mitch just dropped him at like week seven or eight. And I picked him up and just held on to him until he finally exploded. Uh, so, yeah, I like Cam Akers a lot. Um, I was I, I dug him right before the end of last year. Malcolm Brown was a problem, but he's gone. Offense should see a big upgrade with Matt Stafford under center. We finally got to see what Akers was capable of beginning in week 12 of last year. He finished the year off weeks 12 through 14. Averaging 17.4 points per game uh, before he suffered that injury in week 15. And he did have that injury that kept him out in the beginning in like week one. I think he hurt his ankle. Uh, But yeah, weeks 12 through 14, that's a very small sample size. Yes, Daryl Henderson is still there. He's not bad. Uh, Akers definitely carries some risk, but I'm here for the upside. I'm a believer in the talent. I think everyone else is too, including Sean McVay. Not to mention the Rams have the second easiest strength to schedule for running backs. I think he does have that potential to be, get into that running back one territory this year. Are you worried at all about the receptions and the, the targets? Like, if you look at it, I'm I'm looking at all of his games he played last year. I think I can count on one and a half hands how much how many catches he had, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven catches. Yeah. I don't like that, think- man. I think uh, Stafford will target the running back more like we've seen in the past. Hopefully. The Rams, hope. But the Rams offense, be, after Gurley, it was more of a Cooper Cup is the run game, like the check down. He's that little slant guy who's going to get that run game like a West Welker or someone like that. Or yeah, like and it, kind of, it, 
and they still have those gadget players now, which is a little scary. They drafted Tutu Atwell, who's like a gadget player. They got Van Jefferson, who can be, is explosive with the ball in his hands and can run those long streak routes, and Deshaun Jackson, who's like the same way. So, yeah, I get it. It's it's risky. I know it's, but with all the other running backs in like the same spot, I'm I'm just thinking about who has the best chance to be like a league winner. I guess. I'm just so worried about Cam Akers because of all what you just said, everything you said. I have him, like I said, at 11, and I will take him there. It's just because he can either boom or he can just fall flat in his face. We all yeah. know these running backs, they're hit or miss. Like we've seen, no one's a for sure thing. Nobody. Yeah. And this is why after a couple like best ball drafts, I realized – with like my first three picks, I'm I'm running back, running back, running back because after after like we're already talking about we're at running back eleven or whatever, and we're already saying how like it's a little risky. It's a little there's right. potential for him to bust. Like that's why it's so important this year to for me, anyways, in my opinion, to get as at least two running backs right off the rip. So you want to go straight up? Like I hate when people say, "Oh, I'm going to go running back, running back, then tight end." I'm gonna go running back, running back. Then maybe. You know, yeah, you never know. You gotta let the draft come to you, and you gotta switch it up based on what happens there. If someone falls, that's a value. You kind of have to take them. But yeah, it's securing my two starting running backs early is a huge priority this year. I have 101 in a very important league of mine redraft, and I've already declared I'm taking Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, um, that'd be my third year in a row with Christian McCaffrey. So pretty blessed there mm-hmm. for last year. Last year sucked, but on the way back. That's hard for me because do you go and get one of those elite? Because everyone, everyone's going running back. Everyone's going mm-hmm. running back this yeah. year. So do I take that tier of like Clyde Edwards-Alaire? I have him high. Or Chris Carson, who I also have high. Or do I go, screw it, man. I'm just taking like Stephon Diggs or Jeff Jefferson or whoever's there. Like Because you just said, you just said you want to go running back, running back. You want to try to get that. So how, where does the value fall off to you? Um, the, I think right where Clyde Edwards Hilaire is, is, is I'm, I'm hoping I was just in a draft where I was number one overall and Clyde Edwards Hilaire made it back and I was going to take that all day for sure. So I, I do like Clyde Edwards Hilaire there a lot. Speaking of Clyde Edwards Hilaire, we have him at number 12 on our list. Woo-hoo! I have him at nine, the highest Davey has him at 16. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah. And Dave has him at fifteen. You guys hate Clyde Edwards Alaire. I do want to say this because Dave's not here to defend himself. He's getting a badass tattoo right now. Did you see it? No. Is it is it lightning? No, it's not lightning. Oh, it's the trans. Just... It's Transformers. Oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> it's Optimus Prime fighting um the uh, the bad guy. I don't watch Transformers, so okay. Anyway, yeah, I got you. It's pretty badass. Anyway, yeah. So he's 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 rising up on Clyde Edwards Alaire. You, I don't know where you I, are because you talk shit about him, but in our dynasty auction, you're spending a lot of money on him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think his ADP right now is what is like what it should be. Like, we aren't paying a top six pick for Clyde Edwards Lair this year, like last year, which was ridiculous. Uh, it's just a will he or won't he? Like, we don't know his volume. What's going to happen? Le'Veon Bell's gone. The offensive line saw huge improvements. It's the best offense in football. It's, you know, it's he has the most potential, I feel like. And with this price now, I'm definitely buying. Um, I probably do need to raise him on my ranks a little bit now. Yeah. I, I probably admit admittedly I probably do. And the more the more drafts keep going on and the more I keep seeing him, I'm just like digging him. So yeah. It's I'm hoping I'm hoping that volume's gonna be there for him. He sh- he should be like God, he could be he could be so good. It's so frustrating because I never left the bandwagon. You know this. The entire offseason, you guys made fun of me for it, and I get it. 
Um, now I'm seeing as draft season's going on and as Twitter's going nuts, I see Clyde Edwards Lair raising to the ADP. I see more tweets of if Clyde Edwards Lair scored four more touchdowns, he'd be a top 12 running backer. I'm seeing all these people finally catching on because it was cool to trash him. It was super cool to make fun of him last year. But now mm-hmm. people are, uh, it pisses me off because, hey, guys, I've been here since day one and stopped drafting him because I want to get him at a value. Hopefully he sticks there, but I don't think he will, man. I think he's well, going to go into the middle of the second round. Yeah, that's that'd be a good spot for him. Um, if you think about it, last year, someone takes a risk on Clyde Ortelier at like pick six in your league, right? You're in a 12-team league. Someone takes him at six. That there's 11 other teams out there hoping that you're wrong and that he's a failure and a bust. So I think <laughs> that's where a lot of the hate comes from because only one person in every league had him and a lot of people wanted him and his the hopes for him was sky high. So as soon as that happened and you took him as early as you took him, I was just like, oh, I hope he, I hope he fucking fails. Well, I didn't I take him. Guy- I didn't take him anywhere you in in your leagues, but I did take him a lot. Hell, I trade. I drafted Dalvin Cook and traded him. Straight up for Clyde Edwards Lair last year because I'm a fucking idiot. But we didn't know. We didn't know Cly- that was back when Cook was still holding out, and we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So to be fair, um, do you see the goal work line staying where it is? Is he going to get that goal line work? I think so. I do. I just want him to catch more passes, man. I feel like he could just be catching passes all damn day. It doesn't make sense. So you're right. He should be getting checked down too. He only had 55 targets last year, uh, four net four point two per game. You would think that'd be a lot more. 36 receptions, 297 receiving yards. Like, what is going on? Yeah. I think it's because he looks down forward to Tyreek and Hardman and um, everyone yeah, else, bro. and then he doesn't look down. Like, he doesn't, he works from far to near. Yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. I just wish yeah, they it, would give him some Texas routes. Like, get something. This man's a freaking stud. Yeah. I, I love Clyde, yep. Clyde Edwards Lair. You ready to go to the next guy? Next guy? Who we got? Oh, God. A guy I really hate, Joe Mixon. Oh, Jesus Christ. I have him at 15. You have him at 14. And Dave has him at 12. Dave will not quit. I wish Dave was here because he won't quit yeah. Mixon. He won't. Yeah. that's. I literally have this written down. When I think of Joe Mixon, I got to do the black, the Brokeback Mountain quote. I wish I knew how to quit you. Oh, that's God. That's my life with Joe Mixon. Like, I always end up with Joe Mixon somehow. Someone offers me a, a trade, and I'm like, sure, I've got too many wide receivers. I'll trade someone off and take Joe Mixon. Like, and uh, every year it seems like it backfires. He made it six games last year before being shut down for the season with a foot injury. Uh, the offense looks to take a major jump with Jamar Chase in town, Joe Burrow back under center, Gio Bernard is gone. The offensive line is, uh, according to PFF, the fourth most improved offensive line this offseason after the additions of Riley Reef, And then in the draft, they took Jackson Carmen. So, yeah, this, this, if there's going to be a year, for God's sakes, it's got to be this year, right? And on top of that, they bring you back in with cutting Gio Bernard. So, who's yeah. going to catch the ball? Who's going to get these running back targets, right? It's got to be him. It, you would think. You Not would Samaj AP Ryan. Oh, is it Samaj or Michael? Who knows who's there? Samaji. <laughs> the only game that there was what I, he scored. I'm looking at his entire six games last year: six point one, twelve point six, eight point five, forty two point one, fifteen point four, fourteen point nine. You're not yeah. happy with any of those weeks except for week four against Jacksonville, <laughs> and he can't play Jacksonville every week. So, yeah. like, I am not a Joe Mixon fan. Never was. Never have been. I I can't stand him. Actually, I remember I owned him in week uh, 2019. And that was the year he was scoring single digits like every week. 
you're like, is he ever going to do anything? Is he? You can't. You yeah. drafted him in the first round. We we traded for we accepted a trade oh, for him last gosh. year in Danny's league. Remember who did we we traded away some receiver? I was so ah. yeah, I was the worst. That was a really bad. I think we had <laughs> I think we had we had Julio and Calvin. I think we traded one. We were like, fuck it, trade him. No, that was two years ago. I think we had last year. Oh, dude, our yeah. team was freaking stacked last year. I don't know why we didn't win a game. Maybe because it was. Jack. That killed us. That killed, that us, killed us. AJ Brown got hurt. It, it, it was Julio was hurt all year. We had the all injured team, including Joe Mixon. It's true. Oh man, it, it just sucks because talk about injury. Like this guy's not injury prone. He just lost, missed a lot of games. He's not. Year. Yeah, he's he, really not that injury he prone. He plays a lot of look games. At his career, but yeah, yeah. Who we got next? Next up, ooh, a rookie, Najee Harris. 14. Are we falling for the rookie bait again? What's going on? Uh, you guys are going to hate me. I have him at 20. Yeah. <laughs> you have him at 10, and Dave That's has him at 11. Yeah. Why do I hate I would, Najee Harris? I'd probably drop I would probably drop him in my rankings a little bit. My my segment for this it says, am I too high on Najee? Did I fall for the rookie hype? It's a CEH number two. What am I doing? <laughs> uh, yeah. See, the problem is it's not CEH number two because he's going to get – He's going to get the targets. We talked about James Conner last year having all those freaking targets, right? Do you remember that mm-hmm. stat? He had, like, but all of his catches went for, like, one yard, so it didn't matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So if they just check down to Najee 80 times a game or a game, a year, then he's going to be fine. He's going to be 100% yeah. fine. But yeah. that offense line is trash. That offense line yeah. is big time okay. trash. I was looking into that, and you're right. It is trash. It's in a lot of trouble right now. Um, but there was one bright spot that I was looking at. James Conner got pulled from week one because he did something stupid. He pissed the coach off. Remember that? He got pulled early in week one, and they he said something stupid to the coach, got pulled. Uh, they put him back in game two. From weeks two to eight last year, he averaged 17.8 points per game. That's if he, And the, the line's not much worse than it was right then. I guess they're dealing with some center issues right now. That's kind of a problem because I think Pouncey's gone. But yeah, uh, the line is trash, so I don't know. It, the James Conner thing made me relax a little. Uh, I'm like, okay, it's not that bad, but then I think I saw the center is gone now, and I was like, oh, okay, that's not good. And have you well, already seen the, the like, off-season oh. pictures of Big Ben just freaking ice pack, ice pack, ice pack? Ice pack on his knees oh, already. God. It's like already yeah. been like, what are we doing? I don't know. I don't want to touch anyone on this team. That includes, except for Deontay Johnson. We already talked about him. He's the only one I want to touch on this team. But gosh, Najee, people have high hopes, and it's going to be the situation where either he shines and everyone's going to say, I told you so, or he's going to fail. And me and you, well, not you because you have him high right now, are going to say, we, we told you so. And how, what do you think his low point could be? Like David Montgomery? What do you mean? Like a, a bit, like about like a David Montgomery would be like. I feel like his low point is like the lowest that he's gonna get the volume, right? Think I'm trying to think of another guy that gets volume that's just not doesn't produce that well. I would say David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs are like the standard for that, right? Yeah, and we both have them. Like I have Jacobs one spot ahead of Harris, right? And Montgomery, I have at 24. So yeah, yeah they're so, all in the same. And Gaskin, I have in 22. So like in that area. Of all yeah. those high volume players, I don't think that are that special as in a Gaskin or a Harris. I mean, I think Harris is special. I just don't like the situation. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of pressure on that you. kid. I feel you. Who we got next? Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped, our go to for men's below the waist grooming products. It's time to stop, drop, and order this brand new shaving kit. 
that they just launched. Introducing the Ultra Smooth Package, a specialized growing shaving kit to help you buff, protect, and smooth your your most sensitive areas. I'm talking about their new crop shaver, crop exfoliator, and crop gel. It's time to crop that bush of yours and get right to the roots with a discount code just for you. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Manscaped.com, enter code OUS. From the legends who introduced you the electric ball hair trimmer, we now have a razor and set to get you trimmed front to back. Men, you no longer have to borrow your lady's razor for that precise trim. Manscaped Ultra Smooth Package is a three-step kit to make your package the perfect package. Step one, crop exfoliator. Infused with ingredients that can soothe, clear, and keep the skin on on and around your growing feeling refreshed. The crop exfoliator can help reduce the skin, the risk of ingrown hairs in your delicate places. Step two, crop gel. See where you're shaving with a unique clear shaving gel just for the growing. With four essential oils, it's like a spa treatment for your balls. Step three, it's time to shave. The crop shaver was designed for shaving the growing area with confidence. Three precision blades, including extra wide lubricated strips and pivoting head for the ultimate growing grooming experience. The crop shaver is not your average razor. It's smaller and thicker. With the micro chrome bar that allows for the best shave possible at any angle. All three of these vegan, cruelty-free, and sulfate-free products are included, so now your manhood is in good hands. It's time to get up close and personal with the best tools for the job, the Ultra Smooth Package from Manscaped. Get 20% off free shipping with the code OUS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping, promo code OUS at manscaped.com. Smooth it out, fellas, with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Antonio Gibson, your guy. I got him at 14 you got him at fifteen. Dave has him at fourteen. So we're all pretty good on. Okay, I like that. This to me, Gibson's. He's this guy's like he's like the stock of cryptocurrency. One week he's way up, and the next week he's way down. It's like, I guess, you know, it's just the Washington defense is elite, right? We should see some positive game scripts. I like that Coach Rivera said that he wants to get Gibson more involved in the the passing game. Uh, I like that he averaged 13.2 fantasy points per game in his rookie season. I don't like that J.D. McKissick is still there and that he basically takes all the pass work. Uh, so whenever Rivera says he's going to get more involved in the pass game, I don't see why because McKissick's a great pass catching back. And then you add in Curtis Samuel, who also takes those little gadget behind the line plays and makes big splash plays than last year to the detriment of Mike Davis owners. And I don't like probably the worst part right now is that Gibson is still dealing with a turf toe injury that he's had for like a long time. And it's that scares me right now more than anything. I don't like that. His snap share was 45%. He does not get the bulk of it. I do not like the targets are only 44 as a remember the whole thing. He was a receiver turning into a running back. You would think yeah. he'd get more targets. Like I don't understand that, but I do like yeah. the total touchdowns 11, which is why he finished so high. 11 touchdowns is pretty good for a rookie season. Yeah. Um, It's just I like him a lot. And he, like you said, like if J.D. McKissick was not there, this guy would be a slam dunk top eight running back for me. Ooh, and I guess I guess I like that uh, Fitzpatrick is there. I think that helps. Well, Fitzpatrick doesn't really check down. He's going to sling it to Terry. All yeah, day. I mean, I, I just like that the, I think drives are going to stay alive better now that they don't – now that they aren't, aren't relying on like what – Haskins or uh, Heineke or these these <laughs> quarterbacks that are like can't even keep a drive going for more than and, three plays. But so. don't don't be like Alex Smith was is Mister Checkdown like he he lived to check it down. Yeah, yeah. 
that's what he did. So I'm really afraid that Gibson's he has to have more targets. There's nowhere else to go. This might be his lowest targets in his whole career. Forty four. That's gonna be his lowest. Three and a half or three point one per game. It's unacceptable for a player like him. And a snap share forty five percent again, unacceptable for a player like him. So how are you feeling about the turf toe though? That does bother you? Of course it bugs me. I'll, dude, it's like I, that little stain, and I just know that it could like turf toe is just one of those things where it's like it could like be a bitch and just last like entire year and, and mess them up. But like, oh, I I I, would, I really was digging him until the turf toe thing came he's, out. And he's one like, of those players Ugh. where I want to get, but I won't because he's going to be drafted way too high. He's going to be a player that I will not have on any team because we just saw in the dynasty our auction. He went for yeah. a bajillion dollars. I can't. The afford, hype is real. The I hype is real. So, for I sure. can't afford someone like that. Number sixteen on our list: J.K. Dobbins. We are freaking flying through this list. J.K. Dobbins. I have him at sixteen. You have him at thirteen, and Dirtbag Dave has him at eighteen. Ooh. This is a player I will definitely not own because I'm not drafting him where he's going right now, and I don't see a situation where. He gets 50% of the carries. I don't see it. Someone yeah. explain to me why you think, because I've had debates online where they think Dobbins is the next best thing. Explain to me how you have Lamar and Gus Edwards there and Dobbins, and he's going to be a success. Yeah, that's a tough explanation. Um, I think at the top on my little thing, it says, well, he did finish the last year off hot, right? Uh, similar to Acres, kind. Of, I would say he's it's the most similar to Acres to me than anyone else in the group because Acres has Daryl Williams, Dobbins has Gus Edwards. It's like that. They're it's so close. It's it it is definitely a timeshare. Um, and they just paid they just paid Gus Edwards a lot of money actually for, to be a backup running back, which kind of proves he's not. And then, yeah, like you said, Lamar likes the vulture of the touchdowns himself. He likes to run it himself. We've been hearing all this stuff about how Lamar is supposed to stay under center this year, how they want to make him more of a passing. We've heard that before. Uh, it didn't work last time they tried it, really. Um, Coach talk about getting him, getting Dobbins more involved in the passing game. We've heard that like five times so far this offseason. That kind of got his value up there for a little bit. But, yeah, he's. I agree. I'm going to lower him in my next rankings update. The only way he's going to live up to this this expectation right now is if he scores a lot of touchdowns, and that's just something you can't predict. That's something that from weeks 11 to 17 he did. He had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven touchdowns from week 11 to 17, and that's why he had that late, like, late rush. Uh, Lamar yep. rushed for 159 times last season. That's When your running back is running for 159 times a year, that doesn't leave much for the other guys. It just doesn't. Yeah. I don't care, and people all want to argue with me. Well, they run more than any other team. At that point, it doesn't matter. He, he, Dobbins had 134 last year. You know, I would yep. like to. I need to look up uh, Gus, the Gus bus, because I don't know how much he had last year. But how, how much did Dobbins Dobbins have? 134. Let's see. And people want to argue with me about well, Mark Ingram was there. Mark Ingram was still. No, he wasn't. Mark Ingram was a freaking bum. I drafted the guy last year. I know he was a freaking bum. So Dobbins had one thirty-four. Yeah. Edwards had one one forty-four. So there you go, bottom man on the totem pole. What about how many how many yards does Dobbins have rushing? Uh, Eight oh five. 
Okay, he had seven twenty. Uh, Gus had seven twenty three, so it was barely less efficient. Less, less efficient. And Lamar had a thousand five. Yeah. So, so this is like a this is like a three way timeshare we're looking at. So you're so, so that's what I want to explain to people. It doesn't matter how much you run the ball. If you have an any, we just talked about Jonathan Taylor. If you got Marlon Mack and Naeem Hines and Jonathan, all of them, all three of them, Jonathan Taylor, Mack Hines. You're not mm-hmm. – someone's got to break out because if all three are touching the ball, you're not going to have a top fantasy running back. That's just not how it works. Yeah. So that's how I feel about Dobbins. If he's not getting the touchdowns, then he's yeah, not getting scary. the fantasy points. It's a little scary. Are you ready to give away this Brandon Ayuk jersey? Ooh, yay. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we had 94 people sign up for this. Well, we had 84 people signed up, and 10 people got double entry because if you paid attention – we gave away extra entries if you did a simple task, and we'll do that further on other giveaways. Simple so, task. So here you go. Brandon and I jersey giveaway. I will be shipping it out personally myself tomorrow, and let's go. Ready? Give me, give spin, me a countdown. Spin that wheel. Oh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. I took your name out of it. You were entered. Son of a bee. <laughs> you tell me that as you spin the wheel? Come on. <laughs> Now I'm pulling for my man Jimbo. Come on, Jimbo. Oh, 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 oh. Ooh, is it, be? Is it ever going to stop? <laughs> Ozzy27USA on Twitter. Let me take a quick picture of that so I don't forget, even though this is recorded. Boop, 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 boop. So congratulations, Ozzy27USA Twitter. I'll be sliding into your DMs later. Not only that, even better than the jersey, boom, he just got a follow from this guy. I don't understand how he's uh, Aussie and USA. Is he half Australian and half USA? Maybe he just gotta, came over f- from the land down under. You know, I got is he a, is he a modern day crocodile Dundee? Ooh, I have to talk to Aussie this guy. Twenty seven. Oh, did you find we him? Got yeah, my man Marty. Congrats, Marty. There you go. I'm glad you found him. I'm so glad you found him. All right, let's go to Miles Sanders. Let's do two more. Let's do two, two more on the Sunday, go. all right? So let's do Miles Sanders first. This freaking, this is the guy where I saw him in week one last year, and I texted all my fantasy football friends, this guy is a trash can. And then every time, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? Do you, and then, yeah, you hated it. You were so mad. You were so mad because you, dra- you drafted him in my league. That you were really upset. First round. First round. I, n- I don't even believe yeah. him. I only took him because I had to. Everyone, Because your league's a keeper league, and everyone was kept that was – Worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so so Miles Sanders, the trash bag. Hopefully, Jalen Hurts helps this guy run the ball because last year with Carson Wentz, he wasn't doing jack shit. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. He wasn't doing anything. To close out the year, God, I'm just looking at his stats right now. It's not even that good to close out the year. It was just a little bit better than what he started with. Oh, my God, what a trash bag. Do you remember how many times this guy fumbled the ball in, in the red zone or something like that? It's Miles Sanders, man. I, I just I still can't figure out how to feel about Miles Sanders. I've never owned him, so like I've never been invested in like watching him play or anything. Uh screw the Eagles anyways, but for some reason for some, he, he seems good. Like if you see I feel like he can I feel like he he can easily break away and like have an eighty yard touchdown run at any moment. He's that kind of guy. But for some reason, he just doesn't get the volume you would think he would get. Every year, they screw him over somehow by bringing in somebody. They're bringing in Jay Jaye. They're bringing in Jordan Howard. They're bringing in all these people. And you're just like, what, do you got Miles Sanders there. What are you doing? This year, they added on Johnson. They drafted 
Kenny Gainwell to go along with pass catching Boston Scott, which makes me worried that this same sporadic usage is going to continue. And this carousel of running backs, they keep circling around in, and Philly is going to continue. Like you said, I do like that uh, Jalen Hurts is under center. Hopefully they can run some like run pass options and stuff like that. Keep, and you're probably gonna have to put a spy on Hertz a lot of times anyways. Uh, so that should bode well for him. We got Doug Peterson gone, right? Nick Sirianni's there. So that also could lead to some change, but at the same time, we're all, it's a guessing game here, right? We're, we don't, we don't know. I just don't want any part of this guy. Weeks 11 through 13, this guy scored 9.1, 4.2, Efficiency's not there. 10 carries for 31 yards, six carries for 22. Like, I just, he's a boom. He's a boom bust guy that doesn't boom a lot. He doesn't boom boom a lot ever. <laughs> like ever. Like he only surpassed a hundred yards total. Total hundred yards three times last year. Yeah. Total. No, four times. There you go. Week fourteen. There you go. Four times. Four out of twelve is not that good, man. That's. Yeah. <sighs> and see, and we're not even that far down our running back list, and we're already talking about running back like this. This is, this is not good. This is why you want to get your running backs. Well, he's number seventeen on our list. I mean, so he's so he's got to be a running back two for somebody. That poor bastard. And it's sad that some people drafted him as an RB one last last year. What a joke! Damn. Yep. Damn. 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 Let's go to DeAndre Swift and close it out there. Woo! D Swift. I got him at eighteen. He is at eighteen. You have him at seventeen, and Dave has him at nineteen. We all hate Swift. I was going to say Davis the highest, I thought. But no, Swift isn't a prototypical running back. He doesn't get between the tackle carries, and he's not a. So no wonder Dave doesn't like him, right? <laughs> uh, Dan Campbell, the new coach, guess where he comes from? The, new, the Saints. The Saints had the second most targets going to running backs. Anthony Lynn is the new off, offensive coordinator. He comes from the Chargers. The Chargers had the most targets going to running backs. So he just got two coaches that literally came from the highest running back targeted team and the second highest running back targeted team. Lions defense is awful. They should have to throw the ball early and often. Jared Goff, I kind of think he's a check down king, right? He averaged uh, 6.8 yards per attempt last year. That was really low. Uh, Coach Campbell has already pulled an Urban Meyer, saying he's going to bring Swift in the slot this year, uh, let him run wide receiver routes from the slot. Hopefully Swift gets featured in the passing game heavily. Do the concussions scare me? Yes. That's probably – that's that's got me yes. leaning – fading him a bit does jamal williams signing scare me yes, yes because jamal williams is good I'm, but who else who else are they going to throw the ball to the wide receivers there probably <laughs> wouldn't be on the practice squad of most other teams to be honest they beefed up the offensive line with panay Sewell. uh swift is definitely a lot less valuable in half or no ppr leagues and he has the third toughest strength to schedule for running backs but in full ppr i feel like i'm um that's where i'd buy him I agree with everything you said, and I'm glad you brought up Jamal Williams because I was going to. When you're talking about targets to the running back and targets to this, yes, that's going to be Jamal Williams too. Like he's not. It's just so weird how they brought in two running backs that are kind of similar. Mm-hmm. And where is that? Like Dan Campbell, what did he say? He's going to bite kneecaps. He's going to uh, crush skulls. Like he was talking shit, all this stuff. So yep. two finesse running backs, I really don't get it. I think there's a third running back that we don't know about that's going to come in to steal all these stupid goal line carries. Not looking good. <laughs> Imagine if Swift caught that touchdown in the very last drive of yeah, week one. Yeah, I know. It'd be Don't. so much a better season. <laughs> It'd be such a better oh. season. I feel like every rookie last year had this. So Swift, CEH, and Dobbins, right? Just a couple more things went their way. They'd be up at the top, and some guys would be falling down. Right. Because we're all, yeah. in the end of the day, we're looking at fantasy points, and we're looking at efficiency. 
But these touchdowns, these extra touchdowns would have been so much nicer. When Clyde yeah. Edwards Lair got six carries in a row in the goal line. Wasn't that week one too? Yes, it was week one. <laughs> the best time of my life. <laughs> that was not fun. It was not fun to me. I don't know why uh, you're laughing. Yeah. It was not fun. <laughs> I was. I remember texting you, being like, "Oh shit, he's got it at the goal line." Oh wait, he didn't get in. Oh shit, they gave it to him again. Oh wait, he got stuffed. Oh shit, they they ran one more time. Oh, he went down again. <laughs> it was it was not fun. I don't know why you're laughing. I don't know why this is so funny. I, I kind of liked it. It was it was kind of funny. It was it was, uh, it was poor okay. guy. All right, let's end it with Swift. Uh, it's a Sunday. We want to get back to our laziness and watch Netflix or whatever we're doing. Maybe uh, let's do it. Uh, uh, let's no. cl- hold on. Let's close it out. Yep. Next month, we have a new giveaway. Davey, reveal the giveaway. We got Calvin Ridley, pristine auction, uh, Beckett certified signed Calvin Ridley jersey. Boom. Look at that. We will Nailed be, it. We will be posting that on Instagram and Twitter, and pretty much the same rules always apply. We might throw a little curveballs in once in a while. We might do like have to, you have to do something. Maybe watch a show once in a while, like on here live. I don't know. What are we gonna do, Davey? Yeah, I, li- I like. How about if they comment right here in the chat on the show, they get an extra entry. Okay. How about we do where we do that throughout the month? You know, not yeah, this throughout show, whole, but throughout the month. If you comment yeah. or interact with the show or like the show, you get an extra entry. Yep. If I see your name pop up in the chat here, I'm taking a screenshot. I'm tossing it on my Excel spreadsheet, and you're getting an extra entry. That sounds good. So you can find us on Twitter, uh, Josh Campbell OUS, as you see. It's Davey OUS. Facebook, Instagram, OUS Fantasy Pod. Uh, we'll be back next week with our Running Back Part 3 show. That should close it out with that. And I just want to remind you guys, this is just a we're revealing our rankings. We're not doing deep dives. We're just giving our initial responses we're going to get into deep dives later once, you know, preseason starts and all that stuff. We don't want you to think like, oh, they're just saying DeAndre Swift is doing this. He's doing that. No, no. We'll get into it. Right, Davey? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll get into uh, it. Yeah, this is just our initial or kind of early rank, really kind of early rankings. We'll switch them up too. I, I'm going to put an update out. Like we already said, we've got a couple of people higher or lower than they should be now. That's the way the fantasy world works. Attitudes are always changing. New facts are always coming out. And, and minds are yeah. changed. You know what I mean? Yep. Like. Minds are always changed. Minds always yeah, changing. Yeah, sure. All right, man. We got to get out of here. So thanks for watching. We'll be. We'll see you next time. Later, guys.